said. <laughs> ben, we tell me it. Uh, ben, it's Kev. I'm sitting here with uh, Russ and Jeff. So um, just want to introduce. I don't think you've met Russ yet or Jeff. Um, they were here. Russ is the owner of Windy Waves, um, and Jeff works alongside us too. They were here when you stopped in, but uh, didn't come on that right. adventure with us. Yeah, actually, I, I was here uh, in the shop then when you stopped in. So I got you. Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah. What, what's up, boys? How are you, pal? Doing good. Good, man. Thanks. Well, hey, Ben. Thanks for doing this. This is uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. And um, yeah, just want I just want to start off saying, huge fan of what you're doing. Um, you are you are absolutely you're a doer, man. In my in my book, you you get things done. You go out. A lot of people talk about doing stuff, and you are you're a doer. And I'm just uh, I've been binge watching a bunch of your your vlogs lately, and getting really excited about doing this call with you. And um, I don't know. I, I every night I'm like in front of my television, just cracking up. <laughs> a couple of my like teenage boys who absolutely love you as well and um i'm just applaud I, I just can't applaud you enough on like what you're doing i think it's really absolutely super cool and it's innovative and um but it's 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 incredibly inspiring as well um and so i thought we'd just start off this morning by talking about you know like how you got the idea and inspiration and motivation to do what you're doing yeah wow um thank you very much i appreciate that um, I'm stoked. <laughs> Those are some kind words, sir. Um, <laughs> it's all genuine, buddy. I, I swear. I fell asleep last night to you on, on my TV screen, and then uh, I had to shut it down and go to bed because I had a very important phone call the next morning I had to be ready for. <laughs> Classic. Um, Which is so, this one. <laughs> I was picking up on that. Okay. So, uh, okay. Sorry. What, uh, Sorry, I ruined the moment. <laughs> So yeah, inspiration for what I do. Um, well, the journey started about, well, it started about 625 days ago because that's how many vlogs I am in. That's awesome. And since then I've, I've filmed every day of my life except for one. One day I was too sick to film, but out of the past 625 days, I only missed one day. That's but, awesome. uh, wow. So that's what I've been doing, and it's been a lot of. Uh, obviously, I'm a different person now than I than I was when I started, and it's been a lot of self discovery, and most of all, it's been a lot of fun. But I've learned about myself, I've learned about life, I've learned about other people, and I mean, really, more than I can even explain has come to me just through. It's an interesting feeling. It's like I I'm working on a small level just to get something done every day. And in the long run, it turns out to be these big lessons and these big opportunities. And it's, it's interesting how you can work in a, on something small, just at every day of your life. And it, it eventually turns into something big, you know? Um, but my motivation started, you know, in the late, the end of 2015, I was coming off a really bad knee injury that I had. I uh, tore my patellar tendon uh doing some filming for another youtube channel that me and my brothers used to work on called nub tv and it was a lot of stunt based stuff so we would do uh my brothers are like professionally trained stuntmen and uh i got hurt <laughs> you know trying stunts with them and it kind of changed the the entire route of where i wanted to take my life and my existence i uh i had like an awakening through 
through like hitting rock bottom almost through the injury. Cause when I first hurt my knee, the doctor was telling me like, this is really serious. Um, we don't know if you'll be able to surf on a high level again. We're not even sure if you'll ever be able to run again or go for a jog. And that's scary stuff, you know? So automatically that set my head on a mission of like, wow, I'm 26 years old and I really haven't tapped into my full potential in life. So from that point on, I decided to cut alcohol out of my life, which just was something that I thought was obviously holding me back. So I did, I came out of the injury, went through physical therapy, decided to cut alcohol. And then I was like, okay, I'm making three or four videos a week. Why not make seven? So I started, I started filming the vlog every day and, the beginning of the process was actually experimenting with how my life changed just getting sober and what I could accomplish after a serious, potentially career-ending injury. And I thought that that would be a fun way to explore my potential after an injury and see if taking alcohol out of my life would benefit me. So from there, I just started vlogging every day and it wasn't even surf-based in the beginning. I, I would kind of just put like a couple clips of waves that I got in and I um just kind of vlogged my day like my emotions really i would i would explain how i felt about my injury and how how my mind was feeling uh becoming sober and all that kind of stuff and then and the novelty thing came in like a little bit later almost a year after i started vlogging because it was something i never planned on doing i never thought about it because i've been surfing novelty ways my whole life and i i just never really thought anybody else would even be into them you know like <laughs> I thought I was the only guy who was interested in, in doing that. So like a couple of them started popping up in the vlogs and I realized like the traction on those vlogs were like way higher and people would be commenting like, that was so sick. Like I'd love to see you tackle something else. And then I'd be like talking about another kind of novelty that I had an idea of surfing. Like I was always talking about going and surfing the great lakes and like all these people were commenting, like you got to go surf the great lakes. It's so classic. Like all this so eventually we went and did it. And then that was kind of like the, that was like the catapult for the novelty thing. Because after that trip, I was like, wow, this is exactly what I want to do. I, I kind of discovered what I wanted to do with my life. And pretty, I mean, it's pretty weird. Like <laughs> you just want to serve weird ways with your life, but you know, it, yeah, it really is what I want to do. It's niche. You Go know ahead. what I mean? It's niche. It's, it's, a, it's a great differentiator from what everyone else is doing. Yeah. And so I, um, and that's really it's it is what I'm passionate about and it's it's definitely it's definitely odd, but at the same time it's like that's what gives me that like rush. Like let's go find a wave where it's impossible to find a wave and go pull it off. And I mean, somehow I think it's just through sheer energy or my stoke for it, but somehow <laughs> I I I tend to be able to pull it off in some way. I <laughs> I really can't explain it, but obviously as you guys know me and the Grom came out to Vermont and hung out with you guys on a on a total, like the smallest chance of ever getting a wave ever, and we actually found something. So there's something there, you know. It's it's more than just it's more than just the the videos. It's more than just uh, doing it for like an audience. There's there's something there on another level that's like the energy is just right for some reason. Well, and I think it's also in the adventure of it, you know, there's like, there's the, there's the adventure of exploring and trying to find stuff. And then there's the, the actual filming of, okay, once you found a place and, and you actually 
ridden the wave and found the wave is sort of like the finality of that. But I think everybody gets really caught up in the excitement of the storytelling and like the adventure of kind of going somewhere that may or may not work out. And, you know, and yeah. that's what they always say, like the, the, the excitement is really in the adventure side of it and not so much uh, in, like, in the final outcome. And that's what's really fun yeah. about what you're doing, you know, is because you're, and I mean, <clears throat> the style of your vlogs are incredible in the sense that, you know, there's, they're clearly, una- you know, very, I mean, you're very transparent. You're very transparent out there. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't get cut out. A lot of stuff that's just like, you know, very pure. And um, yeah. you can just see sort of the day-to-day thought process of kind of what you're going through every single day, which is pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Uh yeah, one of those situations that you're like exactly talking about is when I went to Missouri, I, um, yeah, I went, you know, that's 14 hours from my house. So wow. way out in the middle of the country, way out of my comfort zone, you know, I went there, um, I rocked up to the riverbank. It, it was looking like something that I could totally handle. It was, it was a river wave in the middle of, I guess it was the Missouri river. And, you know, I went out there and went down to the bank and, I I attempted to hit the wave a couple of times and I really got rocked on that thing. Like it pulled me up, pulled me up, flipped me over, sucked me underwater. And like, dude, I thought that I was going to drown. And that was, um, (laughs) it's one of my, it's one of my most successful vlogs. It's probably in my top five highest viewed vlogs. And I didn't even stand up on the wave. So it totally, you're right about what you're saying. Like it was, it was literally just the journey. Right. of is that possible but uh and then yeah i i mean i made that decision early on i with about the transparency i i just kind of thought that if i was going to do youtube i gotta just do it right and i gotta just be real with everyone you know so i think the more real i am i'm not you know there's a lot of there's a lot of people out there that will kind of try to attack you for being honest on youtube and oh yeah no there's, there's always critics. soft spots yeah there's and always critics to, but yeah yeah totally and and people commenting will try to find your soft spots and and you know try to get at you with something negative in the like a comment or just say something totally outlandish but i mean <clears throat> at the end of the day you know i'm putting it out there so it's like you have to kind of be ready for a little bit of that but <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> sometimes exactly. The, yeah. Sometimes it can blindside me. I'm like, wow, someone's really attacking the fact that I cried. <laughs> that's so, that's so mean. <laughs> you know, Ben, I know you uh, try to respond to literally almost every single you know person that comments. Do you, do you try to like skip those ones that are sneaking in, like pokes at you or like, how do you respond to those guys? Well, my, my whole thought process on that is, um, I feel like the, <clears throat> it's like if you feed the negativity, more negativity will come. If you feed the positive, more positive will come. So I make sure to respond to every positive comment. And a lot of times I'll, I will just skip over the negative ones, but I'll let them, it's not like I delete them. I'll let them sit there so other people can see like, wow, what, like <laughs> who would write that? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, so yeah, if yeah. someone's, if someone's browsing through the comments and they just see a negative comment sitting there by itself, it's almost, it's, it's like almost sad. Like, to, if you think about it, the person took their time out of the day to write a negative comment to try to get my attention that didn't even get attention. You know, it's right. like, I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. It's, you don't want to reward that stuff. I think that's the right approach. Yeah. I think a lot of people do that with social media and there's just no sense because you're just going to feed the fire. 
you know, exactly. but, it, but it adds to the transparency, the fact you're leaving those posts up there. You got to do it because it's all part yeah. of the reality of the situation. Yeah. You know? But and, I got to yeah. no, go ahead. Uh, I, I, sorry. I, I had another question for you, which is, um, yeah, go for it. so, so you make this commitment to film every day of the last 625 days of your life, which is incredibly exciting, inspiring. And then, um, obviously there's other people that tangentially are involved with this, like your family, your brothers, Jordan, and so on. Um, tell us a little bit about how their feelings and how their feelings may have changed over time. Cause now you're approaching almost like two full years of this, right? So, so when you first started this versus today, we're, we're dying to know about like things, you know, about, um, how, did they think that you had the legs to do this? And now that you've done it for as long as you have, how have their attitudes changed? How has their popularity changed? I mean, cause all of them now are become um, sort of YouTube celebrities as well. Right. Just in the fact that they're, yeah. they're part of your movies and, and like it or not, because you're filming every day and you're spending time with these people every day, they are, they're part of your vlogs. Like, yeah. what, what's their attitude been like for the last 625 days? Well, <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, in the beginning, you know, I don't think anyone really thought anything of it. It's kind of like one of those situations where, like, one of your friends says, like, <clears throat> I'm going to go accomplish this. And you're like, you know, maybe don't think it's even a reality for them. Um, so <clears throat> it's almost like I think – they thought that because I was like, yeah, I'm going to vlog the entire year. And they kind of probably thought, I mean, this is a good thought, but I don't think he's going to pull it off. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So I, I think it was kind of underwhelming in the beginning. And especially because my following was so small. You know, my first vlog I ever put up only got 60 views. And that's literally probably just because I shared it on Facebook. Like my YouTube channel had zero followers. You know what I mean? Right. And, it, but the cool thing is like, there was never a boom in like, I guess what you would call YouTube success. So it was almost just a slow build over time. And, and it's, it's now it's, it's funny because this is the point now where, where they turn around and they're like, Holy crap. Like, <laughs> This channel is huge. Like, wow, this has become something. Cause like my mom, my dude, my mom's so funny. She always is like coming home from like the grocery store. And she's like, Oh, this lady stopped me. And she was talking about your vlog. And like, and my mom, cool. it's so funny. Cause my mom is pretty classic and she obviously isn't doing it for the camera. She's just being herself whenever I'm around. Yeah. And, uh, she gets a lot of like young kids coming up to her like, Oh, Mrs. Gravy. Like, <laughs> you're so funny. Like, and she, she, but she loves it. And, um, as far as Jordan goes, it's so, it was so interesting because I actually, I was vlogging for already, you know, I was vlogging, I had been vlogging for eight months or, or six months or something when I met Jordan. So it's been, our entire relationship has been on film and I'm sure that is a different experience for, for so anyone ent entering into a new relationship. Um, yeah, that is she, wild. But she takes it so well. Like, I mean, obviously, if you guys watch, she she's so classic. Like, she's she she has her own full character and stuff. 
She and, uh, she compliments you perfectly, honestly. I mean, yeah. She is really good in front of the camera. She's very natural, yeah. and you guys just play off of each other so well that it almost looks like she was hired to be your, yeah. your girlfriend <laughs> in the vlog. You know, that's it, so funny. It's so real. <laughs> it, it's so real, but it's impressive because it's it's you know you're you're great and you're very natural in front of the camera as well. And I mean, and um, you know, but you're the guy who created it, and so it's always interesting to see. What, how everybody else behaves when just through the maturity of this, you know, and, yeah. but Jordan has done an amazing job and she's uh, yeah, she's like, she's a character on your show. Yeah, to totally. Um, yeah, it was funny when I was out in California, I was at the super brand factory and my buddy, Justin Cote is the team manager and he was talking about the vlog and he was like, dudes, I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes Jordan steals the show. Like she's the best. <laughs> <of> the vlog. <laughs> 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 it's classic but yeah overall it's been such a slow um process the whole thing that i don't think um it really even has hit anyone and i'm wondering because i'm expecting my vlog to continue to grow you know i'm going to keep working on it for as long as i can and uh, uh it's going to be interesting maybe in a year or two to see the vlog's growth and see what happens because it is it is such an interesting thought i never even like considered it until you brought this up like my mom and stuff are like they're like they're well known from youtube and that's so <laughs> interesting to you know like wow um but yeah well, everyone just happens to make its normal life dude yeah i mean i mean think about robin and ha on howard stern you know like when howard stern started and mm -hmm. then you know basically everyone in his studio became popular and they had their own yeah. followings it's a different, it's a different scale, but it's definitely, it's definitely a factor. Yeah. I was actually on Howard Stern, dude. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. My, we gotta um, look that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, look up the horse. Um, my buddy was on America's Got Talent and we were like his, uh, his help, his helpers. Uh, and he was the king of nut shots and he pretty much, <laughs> like, we would hit him in the nuts with like, you know, two by fours and all, anything that we could. This is your buddy? Wow. Yeah, he's one of my good friends. And uh, <laughs> Howard Stern absolutely loved him, so he brought us on to his talk show for, like, one morning. Well, Howard, Howard Stern was probably smart to get you guys on early because you can't sustain that for very long. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Howard is um, – dude, that guy is super cool. He's, like, the, most, he's like the most normal, like, human being I've ever met, and he's so – it's crazy because he's so huge, and he's just so, like, normal and humble and – and just cool. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, it seems like a pretty down to earth guy. I've yeah, never totally. met him. Um, well, tell us a little bit. So, so you talked a little bit about, you talked a little bit about seeing this, seeing what happens, you know, a year or two years from now, but as your popularity grows and as you get more and more subscribers to your channel, what do you, what do you plan on doing in terms of your content and maybe, and the size of the audience, right? So you're going to have such, you're gonna have a you're gonna have an audience that has some scale, which gives you an opportunity to really kind of focus on like a message, like an overarching message. Because you talked about sort of oh. rehabilitation initially, and your decision to um, to stop drinking, which is all very positive and very very inspiring all by itself. But as you as you continue to develop the 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 video the the vlogs, like what do you see is like what kind of direction do you see yourself taking? Well, I mean, the main, the main thing that I, 
I want people to understand about life through if you know if you take the time to be invested in my vlog and and you're actually involved in the story and you're believing it and loving it and like you're a true viewer like true fan i just want people to know that like i started surfing when i was a kid i came up through the ranks i did the junior pro series i was on the usa surf team i did the whole thing i thought i was going world tour i thought i was going pro i completely fell off when i went to college i i didn't have a sponsor i stopped surfing contests um i started you know drinking partying all the time and um i pretty much gave up on surfing and when i got my knee injury i decided to get back into it and i was 26 in surfing that's old and <laughs> What I've accomplished since I was 26 till now, which is I'm 28 years old, has been mind blowing. And it's simply because of the fact that I put my head down, I, I worked hard and I knew that I could do it. And I just want people to know that it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter what your situation is in life, where you are now. If you're, you know, if you're having addiction problems, if you're in a bad relationship, if you're in debt, you can overcome anything and you can accomplish your dreams and you can accomplish your goals through doing what you love and it doesn't matter what you love other people's opinion of what you want to do and how you're going to get there and and how you want to spend your time on this earth cannot affect you you have to follow what is in your heart deep down inside of you and chase that and that is the that is the true way to be completely happy in life and i'm you know i don't think we might never get there because i don't know if human beings can actually get there on this plane of reality like where we are here on earth but i'm taking steps every day to make myself the person that i want to be you know i i want to be positive i want to be happy and i want to find weird waves <laughs> and that and those are the things that like and you know i've made the decision no one's going to stop me from doing that so that's you know, I've set my mind to it and I truly believe that we can accomplish anything, you know, and I think I think people give up on themselves too early in life. And, you know, I hear all the time my friends are like, oh, like, oh, man, we're pushing 30. We're so old. And I'm just seeing it like, dude, I'm I just got started like I'm I'm ready to rip. Yeah. And um, I just want that to be I just want people to know that positivity and, and just working hard towards something that you love can work out. You know, it really can. Wow, that's pretty powerful. That's inspiring. That's awesome, Ben. <laughs> Thanks, boys. Um, um, I think there's another part to that question, though, that I might have lost uh, track of. I, I think you I, nailed it. I, I think you're. I, I, I think you're out to inspire people. I think you're out to inspire people, which is which is outstanding. I think that's what you know. I think all of us, you know, attempt to try to do that on some kind of level. You know, whether it's building yeah. a lifestyle and really trying to celebrate a healthy, active lifestyle, which is what. We try to do up here. Um, but yeah, I mean, anytime you're inspiring people to not think about themselves as getting older, the life may be over at the, at, that at any point you can reinvent yourself and start over again or not yeah. even start over again, but just pivot, you know, pivot's kind of an overused word, but like totally. you can start, you can just kind of redirect yourself and, and come up with kind of a, a new goal and new direction and, and just to be able to show people that it's possible. And, yeah. um, that's, well, that's really what... inspiring. That's the kind of stuff that gives me the chills. Like when I, I'll read comments about just small things that I didn't even think about. You know, I was just out there doing it and, and I maybe like a week passes and I'll go back to the vlog and I'll see some new comments on it. And people will be like, oh, this is so 
like you inspire me so much that you went out and did this because you wanted to and like no one else even thinks it's cool but you're doing it because it's for you and like that kind of stuff make like makes me feel crazy like i get so pumped i just get so like uh emotional feeling and so like just ready for like just the future <laughs> yeah and it gets you ready to do another episode i gotta think i mean it kind of fuels your your inspiration as well and motivation right oh totally um, hey, Ben, I have a question for you, bud. So yeah, not backtracking a little bit, but speaking about inspiration um, and your new inspiration. So we had you had the uh, Outer Banks Pro, right, which you did some announcing at. And then then came the Belmar Pro, which had insane waves. And it was it was super fun to watch, watch you um, watch you surf, watch everybody surfing that. But um, are you are you going back to competition? Like what's your inspiration with competing now? Um um yeah you know i've i've struggled with that um for many years i had i had a super solid uh amateur career for an east coast surfer um you know i have east coast title a couple regional uh titles uh so on and so forth i have a lot of solid like amateur results and when i got into the pro ranks when i was younger i i thought i kind of just like i don't know dude i think too much so I really, I really put it on the back burner and, um, I kind of stopped putting any effort into it, but I think if, it, as long as it's something that I can do and go enjoy myself, like the Belmar Pro was so fun. I had the best time in, in my first round heat. It was like, that, that's probably going to go down as a highlight in my life. You know, it was so classic. All my friends were on the beach. I got to film my vlog. I got to have fun. Like I got to get some good waves and that was like the best feeling ever. And I know that, you know, contests are always an up and down roller coaster. Um, cause like you can win and then you lose obviously. Cause like I dropped a nine in my first heat and then I went out there and I dropped a four in my second heat and I got knocked out, but I'm definitely motivated to, to, to surf some events. Um, I don't think it's going to be on the forefront of what I'm doing. Cause I really, at the end of the day, what I want to do is entertain people. And if I can continue to entertain people through surfing contests, great. Um, but I'm not going to sacrifice, you know, my deepest desires to, to com competitively surf, but it's super fun. And, uh, yeah, I'm surfing the unsound pro this weekend in New York. So I'm stoked for that. Oh, this weekend, really? Oh, yeah, awesome! So, so you guys have some. You guys are gonna have some great waves for this event, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what the wind is gonna do right, up there, but right. we're gonna. It's gonna be good. Yeah. Where is where's the contest? Where, where are they holding it? Um, you know, it's on Long Island, but Long what street? Somewhere in Long Beach. Oh yeah, what yeah. am I saying? Long Beach. Yeah. No, um, it must be. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's right down the street from that, like. Ghetto Hotel. Yeah, I was just going to say. Um, the Alegria. No, no. Up oh, a little bit. okay. All right. Well, we, yeah, maybe we, we got to get down there and check it out. So we <laughs> got to see yeah. that. All right. Dude, I didn't even know that was there? going on. Right? He serves that. Oh, Will's going to be there? Yeah. 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 So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. We could do a twofer. Go visit Will and, and Ben in the same trip. <laughs> yeah, boys. Come on down. <laughs> We'd love to. We'd love to. Hey, Ben, got another question for you. Just back on the topic of the novelty waves. Yeah, dude. It seems kind of organic, kind of how you choose when and where to go. But do you have any 
you know, are there, is there a holy grail of uh, novelty ways that you're looking for, you know, down the road or how do you, you know, how does that, what's that process of, of doing that? And do you have any kind of like, you know, farther trips outside of our country or anything like that? Yeah, that's a, that's an amazing question, actually. I love it. Um, yeah, I do. I have, I have a lot of goals. My list of goals is longer than I could ever accomplish, but I have all of the novelty. Well, first of all, to break it down into, <laughs> I guess, something that's understandable. I have, I've surfed in 25 states out of the 50 states in the continental United or the continental U.S. and Hawaii and Alaska, of course. And I'm aiming to surf all 50. Um, so I have all those states written down with locations where I can potentially surf. So number one goal for novelties is to surf in all 50 states. After that, um, I want to potentially take it on a world scale, like international. I have a lot of people sending me messages from pretty much every country you can imagine telling me um, that there's spots I should come hit. Um, but yeah, right now I have to kind of buckle down and get ready to spend some money and get ready to, to drive some miles in my car and, I have a lot of the Great Lakes I haven't surfed. I have to hit the Gulf. Um, I have to go up to, like, Oregon in that area, uh, you know, northwest. I have a lot of states out in the middle that I haven't hit. There's a solid river scene over in Montana and that area of the country. So I got a lot of work to do on that. But, yeah, really, like, what you're saying about the organic stuff, like, I kind of just let stuff come to me. And I just I, – I don't want to force anything because I just don't think that's the way to do it. And I really like to experience, I, I like to milk the experience out of everything that I do. Um, just get the most out of it. And yeah, I kind of just wait till the time is right. And then I just feel like, all right, this is, this is it. Like I'm going, you know, driving to Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you go to the Gulf, so one, one novelty wave that'd be fun for you to, to check out is, um, is, and maybe you've already done this, I don't know, but James Fulbright was a guy who uh, starred in Step Into Liquid, and he's yeah. the guy who obviously runs like the tanker surfing in Galveston. And so I, I, oh, went, down, yeah. I went down and visited him in May, uh, so earlier this summer, and um, went out with a buddy, and we went um, hydrofoil surfing behind the tanker waves for Dude, a day. you're stoked. And that is yeah. sick. I just got to tell you, like James Fulbright is one of the most surf stoked individuals I've ever met. He's, um, you know, he's, I mean, if you, if you saw him in Step Into Liquid, just imagine that guy, I don't know, 20 years later, still as pumped as ever. And just, Dude, that's awesome. And hearing him hooting and hollering and shouting from his boat on the shoulder of this huge tanker wake as we were, you know, surfing this big, maybe shoulder high, crumbly wave. Um, <laughs> on our hydrofoils and he was like he was like a cowboy over there just like screaming and yelling and he was so excited and i was it just got us excited you know it just got us even more fired up to see how Dude. pumped up he was so if you go to the gulf if you go in the gulf you gotta look that guy up and and i'll share you share his contact information with you um when, Dude, whenever awesome. that time comes but that's one you just absolutely have to do because it's just 
it's I don't know. It's got to be like one of the kings of the novelty waves because it's uh, and he's got it so dialed in, so dialed in. It's an amazing yeah. experience. Dude, that's something I've been looking at since. I mean, even before I I was on the novelty train, like that's something I've just been stoked for. So I I really appreciate that. I would love that, dude. Thank you. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure out how to make that happen, and maybe I'll come back and join you, and we'll we'll do it together or something. Oh, that'd be rad. My goal for uh, Texas would be, I think it's cool that you can surf the wave pool. You yeah. can tanker surf and you can surf in the Gulf. That's so what we did. You can get like the trifecta. That's yeah. so sick. Dude. We went we went to Enlin one day and then the next day we we were with Fulbright on his boat tanker surfing. So we, yeah, it was back to back days. Two days in Texas. Dude, let's plan this thing. <laughs> gotta go back it's time for a reunion <laughs> let's go dude <laughs> we, we can make that happen all right i'm stoked so where where are you headed right. next i know it's organic but where are you headed next well i'm just bumping up texas to the top of my list right now. <laughs> <laughs> um well i gotta i'm going um I'm going to New York this weekend for the contest, and then I have a Hyperflex wetsuit um, team trip up to New England. We're going to – I don't know what the swell's doing, but we're doing that early October. And then I'm going to Virginia for a contest mid-October, and then I'm going to a film festival in South Carolina. And then, I don't know, by then I'll probably have more schedules. Um, but, yeah, the dude, the fall is actually – I have so much going on during hurricane season between surfing and, and scheduled events that it's actually harder to, to hunt novelties this time of year than any other time. But, um, right. I mean, I would love to see, I would love to see something pop up, um, something reasonable, not, uh, you know, destructive hurricane Irma on the Gulf, but I would love to see something reasonable pop up and maybe I can check off maybe, you know, Louisiana or, or Alabama or Mississippi, whatever's down there. Check out some of those spots. Right. Right. You can just, you can swing around the entire Gulf and hit a bunch of states. Back yeah. Back. And um, I always have, I still have like, I still have to hit Indiana, Illinois and Michigan or no Wisconsin um, for the Great Lakes. So I always have them on my radar too. And I was hoping, hoping to knock them off this fall too. Outstanding. So how about how about the miles on your car? Do you feel good about doing, doing some doing some driving? I like the new paint. Well, my, by the my way, Audi. <laughs> yeah, the new Audi dudes. <laughs> Too bad they discontinued oh. that paint, but that that was looking good for a while. Dude. Is that crazy, dude? Yeah, what is the deal with that? <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. Well, my cars. I'm now. I'm over two hundred eighty thousand miles, but. She runs like a champ, uh, you know, new paint job. <laughs> so, yeah, if you guys don't know what he's talking about, I, I bought. I saw your spray paint, your spray paint, paint job in the hood. Yeah. Yeah, bottles, and I painted a white hood green, and then I went back to the store to get my second coat, and they were sold out. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> I and that. discontinued the product. Yeah. So, so really, I know. Oh, dude, I was actually, I was thinking about getting my logo on the back window. Um, you should get a car sponsor. That's what you need. Call Subaru and be like, hey, man, I'm, I'm about to get some serious miles. Right? That's true. Oh, it's doable. Wait, um, I actually got a, I just recently got gifted a van from Sector 9, like a full tour bus thing. Um, it's, uh, 
I don't really, I haven't even gotten a chance to check it out, but it's like a big diesel van. It like sleeps four and it's, it's pretty sick, uh, apparently, but I got to go pick it up. Yeah. And now you can bring the whole cast and crew with you and keep the, keep the stories rolling. Um, but yeah, I don't know. My car's, my car's still trucking, dude. It's a, it's a, what year is my car? I think it's a 97 and it, it, it's running like a beauty. I don't know how. But it is. I want to go back and talk about something you mentioned earlier about um, stuntman stuff and Nub TV. So to take take us back to the beginning before you started your vlogs and like what was going on with you and your brothers and, and Nub TV. Okay, so when I was a grom, um, well, I mean, I got my first video camera when I was in first grade. I was, I think, I was like seven or eight, and um. Dude, we have classic archival footage from the days. Uh, but, like, my brothers were always maniacs, dude. they jump off the porch, jump out of the window of the house. They they would tie the garden hose up to, like, the rafters on the third floor of the house and scale down the wall. <laughs> um, always lighting stuff on fire, like bike jumps, you know, anything you could believe. Bomb drops on the skateboard. We had a half pipe. Um, so I would film everything, you know. My first goal in life when I was a kid, I wanted to be a – a Hollywood movie director that that's what I thought I was going to do. Um, so I would always be directing them. Like we would, we would act in these little skits and, uh, then they would do stunts and stuff. So as that progressed over time, you know, we started doing YouTube and we started the nub TV channel and I actually initially started it. I think I was 18 when I actually made that channel. And that's when I was, I was surfing for Alliance. Um, if you guys remember that company, and they were urging me to, you know, drop some video parts online because it was like the new thing. You know, it was like 2006 or whatever. And, and YouTube was here and the pixels were you could count how many pixels were on the screen in a video. <laughs> <laughs> so I started making little surf edits, you know, to like stay relevant with those guys. And um, then my brothers wanted to do like crazy stuff, you know, like stunts and stuff. And uh, they started doing that. And then eventually, about three or four years later, we met up with this dude. His name's Robbie Beach. He uh, he lives around here in South Jersey, and he has a red camera. <clears throat> so, like, my brothers and I started doing, uh, you know, we started performing stunts for his red camera in, like, super slow motion and all this cool stuff. And uh, we, made a, we made a podcast episode, um, and we put it up on iTunes. And because it, it was it was 31 minutes, and... Back then, YouTube couldn't take videos longer than 15 minutes. So we put it up on uh, on iTunes for download, and somehow it, like, blew up, and it got, like, 10,000 downloads, like, in, like, one or two days or something. Wow. So we were like, so we were like yeah, dude, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do these crazy stunts, like, and uh, make a TV show, you know? Because, like, we thought that that was – well, I mean, my brothers, they're passionate about doing stunts. I was always passionate about the filmmaking aspect of it, and – uh Eventually, I started getting into the stunts as well. But uh, so we did that, and uh, we actually, throughout my life, I've actually almost had a TV show multiple times. We um, we filmed two two separate pilots with MTV that um, almost went to air, and we filmed a pilot with A and E, and we we actually filmed a full TV show in England with a company called Filmon, and uh, we did two seasons with them, and it was just all just crazy pretty much crazy stunts like set it up you just go hey what's up this is ben i'm about to 
jump off of this car through this wall of fire <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, then I would do it and then you, you get the after interview and that's pretty much the basis of the show. It's kind of like Jackass, you know? But uh, my brothers my brothers would do like real stuff. Like they actually had like car jumps and they would jump off of houses and do crazy flips and all this stuff. So, you know, as um, <clears throat> as we were doing the TV show, we did it for two years in England. And it was just called Nub TV, and it would play like late night on some English channel. Uh, I don't, I didn't, we didn't really know much about it. We kind of just like signed the license agreement. We would just send them all of our footage, and we were making money and filming and having a good time. So like, uh, whatever, it it kind of just went like that. And at the same time, we would release the footage on YouTube, and our our Nub TV channel uh, gained almost two hundred thousand followers on that channel. And, uh, yeah, it was crazy. Just all based around stunts and stuff. Uh, pretty wild times, man. (laughs) And then, yeah, eventually, like I told you guys, I, I did the stunt where I, we, we had like a high speed camera, like a slow motion camera set up. And we had like the room of a house built out of like sheetrock. And it was just a small room and had a couch and like a photo on the wall. So from the angle (laughs) of the camera, it would look like just a normal room of a house. You know what I mean? So the plan was for me to jump out of the back of the car and fly through the room and just blast through the walls and then end up on the other side, like nothing, like just out of the blue, you know, like just flying through the room of a house. And, uh, turned out like I actually stacked the mats wrong, the landing mats. And when I landed, I slid through the the, the middle of the mats and I just hit the ground with my, I guess my left leg was sticking out. So I just ruptured my patellar tendon and blew my knee out pretty gnarly. Oh, so safe to say that was, I kind of said to myself, you know, I've always wanted to surf. I can't do both, you know? So I followed the surfing. Well, I mean, clearly it was a good idea. And I think, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think the table's pretty good. I mean, I mean, you're such an inspiration to everybody and, you know, like, especially to us up here in Vermont where, you know, like we all, we're all from the coast, but I think that time when you came up and visited, I, I kind of got re-inspired and felt like a Grom that day because I was like, oh my God, Ben is looking at this. Like, I've never even looked at this state before. You know? <laughs> and like, it kind of like re-inspired me to like, you know, just for a while. I mean, I, I chased that river wave, but I mean, never got it good. Um, yeah. But, you know, maybe, maybe we can do that sometime too, but. Dude, but that was fun, man. Oh, so fun. So fun. Yeah. That was awesome. Good trip. I cannot believe I actually got up on a wave there. <laughs> <laughs> I, st- dude, I still look back on that like, what? I, I Like, the luck, the luck involved with that trip was insane. I can't believe it. <laughs> it was insane. That one little, I don't even know what you call that little thing. You surfed on the wave bandit, but it was hilarious. And oh. I mean, you actually got a wave, you know? <laughs> um, which is insane and i i went and checked that when the river was flowing and it was gone the whole little barrier was it was disappeared so i mean it was no seriously lucky that we even saw that thing you know that was just like meant to be huh <laughs> i think yeah. so dude i seriously you gotta so. come back though ben and there's a whole lake here you gotta get some some rides on dude that's thing is that's what i wanted that was my original plan going up there that day i was literally i remember the wind was blowing like i think it was northeast at 14 miles an hour. I was like, dude, there might be a chance, dude. We might get something. Maybe a couple more miles per hour would have had it. But uh, yeah, dude, I mean, I, I want to come up. It's uh, Lake Champlain, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be sick. 
Um, so Ben, I got a question for you. So, um, in terms of other people who are doing, who, whose video blogs or vlogs are you watching? Like, do you, is there anybody that you're following? Is there anybody else in like the, like who, yeah, who are you, uh, who are you following or who, who do you watch that you really like? Dude, to be honest with you, I never even watched a vlog. Um, I don't think I, you have I mean, time. I, people, <laughs> I, that's, that's part of it. But, um, I actually watch, uh, the most kind of stuff that I watch is just anything that my friends are releasing. You know, my brother, um, my younger brother, Tucker, he does, uh, scrapping, like, um, he like collects all this metal and then takes it to the junkyard and then they give him money for it. And he documents that. And <laughs> I think it's really, it's a really cool experience to watch. Um, but yeah, as far as like any, um, big vloggers, I never, I never watched any of them. Uh, cause I, not only did I not want to be influenced by other people, right? I wanted it to be just my own style, but yeah, I don't have time. It's tough, man. Uh, well, but and how about camera gear? Guys. What kind of camera gear are you, are you using? Um, right now I'm rocking Sony a 6300. Uh, it's an amazing camera. It's affordable. It shoots 1080 at 120 frames a second for slow-mo, and then it shoots 4K 30 for anything, you know, high-quality interviews or anything. And then I have – right now I just have a GoPro session, but thankfully I just talked to uh, my contact at GoPro the other day. They're going to send me the five. Um, so I'm excited for that. And, yeah, that's all I do, man, GoPro and, and just my little Sony, and it comes together. Uh, and then I have a couple buddies. Uh shooting you know ryan the grom shoots on he has a sony like mine and then my friend jp shooting on a lumix and then my friend chank is shooting on he has a canon i'm not exactly sure but uh those guys so i mix all the footage together but uh mostly just the sony sony a6300 and then and then it's every night are you basically sitting at the table editing oh. <laughs> you are right i don't know how, how many hours how many hours of editing are you putting in a day <laughs> Um, if I'm lucky, like three. Wow. Uh, but sometimes it's, it's bad, man. Like, uh, if there's a really good swell and I surf till dark and then I BS with my crew and have to take the time getting everyone's footage and I don't end up starting my edit till like nine, you know, I can be up till like one or 2 AM and then I have to wake up and do it all over again. So it gets gnarly, but, uh, at this point, it's kind of a well-oiled machine, so I know when to take advantage of if I have a couple hours that I can edit in the middle of the day to, like, just kill time or I have time that I can catch some sleep. <laughs> I uh, I, I kind of have it figured out, but sometimes I still get – like, on trips, I get pressed up. Yeah, but I mean – Well, especially in a relationship and everything like that. Like, Jordan obviously understands, like, that's part of your nightly routine, right? Yeah, um, and it definitely helps. You know, it obviously helps that I don't drink anymore because then there's no pressure from any of my friends or anyone to go out. You know, like back in the day, it would have been impossible to get this done because like everyone's like, "Oh, come meet me here." You know, we're gonna have a drink. But it's like now I can I can just focus on getting the edit done, and uh, that's a lifesaver for me. And yeah, Jordan's cool with it. You know, sometimes it's a struggle uh, when the and the work outweighs the relationship, but you know, if you want to be successful, you gotta, you gotta push it. 
Yeah. Well, and it's, I mean, it's an incredible commitment you made. I mean, every single day is every single day. Yeah, there's no time yeah. off. Yeah. And, and you, you drop yeah. that edit at about what you religiously at like 10 a.m., right? Or 11 a.m. And 10 I think, yeah, yeah, 10. I seriously believe that you have these followers that are waiting for that inspiration Whoa. every day. And, and I know, like, personally, I've sat here sometimes and like, I'm like kind of bummed it's flat or like, you know, it's raining here in Vermont. I'm like, I put on one of yours and I'm like stoked again. I'm like, all right, I'm ready for the day. Let's do this. You know? Oh, that's sick. And I think there's Thanks. people out there. It's not just me. I mean, they're waiting for that 10 a.m. drop, you know? Yeah, I, pre- I appreciate you saying that, dude. Um, and yeah, I get messages, you know, and I'll, I'll be like, uh, and it's super inspiring and it's really humbling. And, you know, sometimes it, it chokes me up. Like I'll get a message and it's like, just people maybe struggling with addiction or, or people who are just, you know, having a bad day or anything, they'll write me like a long message about how, you know, watching videos for the past week or two weeks or the past year or whatever has helped them. And it's kind of like, you know, I feel like I'm obligated to, to, you know, be that inspiration. And sometimes it's hard, but it's, it's something that, you know, really makes me feel whole. So it's worth doing. Um, speaking about hard, I mean, I don't know. I remember, uh, that one vlog you did where you traveling and, and you had, um, you were just missing home, you know, and it kind of felt yeah. like you're breaking down. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Um, yeah, well, um, the part, there was a small part of that, that I kind of left out because, uh, I'm a little bit superstitious about stuff, but, um, so I, I was surfing the Missouri river and I almost drowned and then I walked out. And I ran into this kid and I claimed at the time it was the only surfer in Missouri, (laughs) but I just walked out of the river after almost dying and I run into a surfer and he's just like, uh, what's up? And I'm like, "Uh, I don't know, dude, are you serious? Like you're surfing right now? Like, how is this real? So I ended up going back down there and I think I was kind of in shock from, uh, the whole, the whole drowning, almost drowning thing. And so we surfed our session like another hour or so. I didn't end up standing up. I was just totally shook. Um, So we left and, dude, I ended up with like over 150 mosquito bites on my body. (laughs) And there's uh, the mosquitoes down there are diesel, dude. They're huge, like the size of a dime. Like it's crazy, (laughs) man. So like I went out to Panera Bread with this dude, Ross, and the kid I met. And he's like, yeah, dude, you got to be careful, man. Those mosquitoes, they carry like. West Nile virus and this and that and this. And I just started, I just started tripping out dude in my head. So like I, and he like told me to get vinegar and rub it all over myself. And I like, dude, I bought like this huge gallon of vinegar and I like went back to my hotel and I was editing and I was like showering in vinegar and like drinking, I was drinking apple cider vinegar and eating uh, olive or not. I was eating garlic cloves and he, cause he was saying it like helps with the mosquitoes. So I was just like, I woke up the next morning and I'm like, dude, I'm turning, I'm literally turning into a psycho. Like I'm showering in vinegar. I'm eating garlic for dinner. Like, I think I have West Nile virus. Uh, like I'm sleep deprived from the trip. Like, and I just, dude, I just broke, I lost it. And I was like, I just got to go home. So I started, yeah, at that moment, dude, nothing could stop me. You know, I, I literally got in the car. It was 14 hours. You know, I called, I called Jordan and I was, you know, I started just bawling, crying. And I just was like, yeah, I got to cut this river tour a little short. I'm, I got to go feel what's going on at home and got home. And I actually went to, uh, <clears throat> I went to a doctor and got 
checked uh, for like any mosquito borne illnesses because like that's a lot of mosquito bites, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, my blood work came back fine, and I was just like, "Wow, I'm a, I'm, I'm a nut." <laughs> 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 but dude, this is the power of the mind, you know. Like you have to. That moment, I wasn't, I wasn't strong. I couldn't handle it. But like next time, I'll be ready. Like, you know, you, you just. I went into the river game not really knowing how severe it was. And next time I just got to know there's, I need to bring bug spray, you know, sunblock. I need to check myself for ticks. I need to just be ready, like with the proper material so I don't drown in the river. Like it's a learning curve. That was a huge learning experience for me. Yeah. I mean, sometimes diving in head first is, can be a little rough, you know, without like a little bit of planning, but that's yeah. also, that's also sort of the, the nuances of, of this adventurous kind of lifestyle. Totally. And yeah, that's, um, that's kind of what the, the doctor that took my blood was saying. He's like, yeah, man, like that was really dangerous being out there in those bugs, but that's what you do. Like if that's what you do, that's what you do, you know? Yeah. That's the life of a stunt man, right? <laughs> Pretty much, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Taking chances every day, man. I almost died again today. Uh, <laughs> Got the well, footy though. I think it's got to be inspiring to a lot of people, but I mean, it's got to be incredibly inspiring also to like, you know, addicts who are trying to get clean. And I imagine you've got a pretty strong following of, of, you know, people who are battling addiction. I mean, do you see, yeah. a lot, do you hear from a lot of those kind of people? Yeah, I do. And, uh, I get that a lot in person. Like people come up to me and <clears throat> start the conversation and it's pretty crazy. Like I actually don't, I almost don't believe it. Um, because you know, I don't, I obviously don't want to take credit for people's sobriety, but people will tell me that my blog is the reason that they're staying sober. And I'm just, it's pretty, pretty intense. Like it's, that can be a powerful thing and also scary at the same time. Cause you know, I don't want to let anybody down of course. And, um, but you know, I can only do what I, what I can do and I can only be the positive person that I, that I'm trying to be. And, you know, it comes down to everyone makes their own decisions in life. But if I am helping people, you know, that that's an amazing thing. I'm I'm glad that I can do that. Yeah, well, I think I mean, up here, personally, like a, a few of us deal with it, you know, deal with, um, you know, we see it in our lives every day. You know, we know we yeah. people that we're very close to up here that that battle with it every day. It's, it's, I, I understand how real that is. And, you know, yeah. and, and it's just it's just good to know that there's uh, there's people that or inspiring them or helping them trying to with that daily battle. Yeah. Yeah. That's another, so it's another big part of the mission. I think of what you're doing, you know, that's unique. It's not just a guy who's a surfer who's going out and just filming every day. It's like, you know, there's underlying themes to what you're doing that have a a larger social mission. And, um, and so I think that's what I was trying to get to earlier with my earlier question is as you evolve and as your audience grows, um, you're going to have, you're going to have more influence over more people. And, um, it's a great opportunity for you to really kind of have, uh, an even bigger impact than you do now, but like, you know, yeah. pretty significant impact on a large population of people that really do need some help and they need to, well, yeah. you know, and they, and they want to see somebody else who's, who's making it work because that yeah. helps them get through the, you know, the day to day challenges. Well, yeah, I mean, that that is a huge part of it for me. And, you know, that's the easiest thing to forget um, that 
that I did decide to quit drinking that I am sober. And it's, you know, cause I, I live through my day and I'll go a week just, you know, getting good ways and having the best time of my life. And I'll turn around at the end of the week and I'll be like, Oh wow. Yeah. I, I forgot I was, I'm sober. Um, it, and I never even thought about drinking or anything. And, and, you know, that's where I want to get mentally where like, I never even, it never crosses my mind. And it's, it's even, you know, it's obviously still a journey for me, dude. There's times, you know, yeah. I, I want to be like, I'm only human. I'm weak too. And I think that is a big, uh, part of it for people. Yeah. Just the ability to watch me just cause I'm just a normal guy. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm just living. I, I show my flaws. I show my weaknesses. I show my strengths and that's all it is. There's no, like, there's nothing else to it. You know, we're just living and uh, I'm glad that I can help people. And obviously, yeah, I want to, I want to just make it as good as I can for anyone in that situation who's watching, you know? Um, and I want to show people that it's possible to overcome that stuff. Cause dude, that, that is, that's, that's a demon that I, I never want to wish on anyone. You know, like I have a lot of friends who have even died from who have overdosed and people in my life that have died from that. And it's just, it's, it's gnarly, man. Um, and I'm glad that I can be a part of the positive movement away from it, I guess. Well, it's wild. I mean, just before we called you, I, I literally got a visit from, uh, so I own a little restaurant called the spot up here and I just got a visit from somebody from the spot and there was a, an incident last night, you know, that hit really close to home and it was just, it's just tough. You know, it's like people that you're close to and, you know, you're going about your day, your own day, and you have no idea yeah. what's going on with everybody else's days and the challenges they're facing. I mean, everybody's day is a little bit different, but it's it's yeah. just great. So I would keep that up, and I would I would encourage you to you know keep you know I, I think that's I think that, that's a chord that you're going to keep playing throughout your your <clears throat> daily video edits. You know that I think um, I think that's going to be just an, an audience that's going to really appreciate what you're doing. Yeah. And well, you know, if, if all goes to plan, I'm going to, I'm going to be sober for the remainder of my time here. So I hope that I can continue to yeah inspire people and uh, sorry to hear about whatever your situation yeah. that you, but uh, yeah, man, it's, it's important and it's powerful and it keeps me motivated too, you know? So yeah. Outstanding. How about, um, how about uh, let's talk. Let's we're gonna wrap up here pretty soon, but I don't want to take up your whole morning because I know you got a busy day and have you a lot of editing <laughs> to do tonight. But um, just tell tell us a little bit about um, so I about surfing in New Jersey and kind of growing up there as a surfer and the, the surf community there is obviously huge. There's a lot of people down there. There's a lot of people along the whole New Jersey shoreline, particularly um, in the summer months, but I mean, New Jersey cranks out a lot of surfers and obviously it's become a huge part of your life. And I mean, how, yeah, um, what would you be doing if you weren't surfing? I mean, it, it seems like that's really kind of at the, at the core of what you're doing. Yeah. Um, man, sur well, yeah. Surfing in New Jersey is, has become a thing, <laughs> but, uh, it's crazy. Like still sometimes when, if, if our videos, you know, do well. Like, uh, my friend Rob Kelly and I, we always talk about it because we, uh, we always try to put out a good video whenever there's a hurricane or something. And Rob's a great surfer. And I, um, I always try to catch the best ways that I can with him, like follow storms around and do our thing. 
And we always think it's funny. Like if Stab Mag or something posts our video, we still get comments and people are like, there's waves in New Jersey. And we're like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> how do people still uh, aren't realizing it? But yeah, man, New Jersey's a pretty special place. It's pretty interesting. There's a lot of talent here. It seems like New Jersey, you know, Central Florida, I think, was the boom of surfing talent in the 80s. And it's pretty interesting, but there's a lot of there's a lot of pros coming out of the Northeast right now. You know, there's a lot of really talented surfers coming out of New Jersey in particular. And, uh, yeah, it's an amazing thing. Our community is really strong. You know, we all communicate and we all, you know, oh, how is it, you know, up north? How is it? And then everyone talks and we just all work together. And I think that's important, like, having that that community vibe, you know, there's not too much hassling going on around here. There's not too many, like there's zero fights, you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. It's all a lot of positive stuff. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I pretty much wouldn't have it any other way. I think New Jersey gets some of the best waves on the East coast. Uh, you know, the outer banks obviously gets amazing surf as well, but we're definitely in a close second. If not, sometimes our waves are, just as good, if not better. Um, and that's all sandbars, yeah. right, Ben? I mean, there's not a lot of like yeah. rocky points or reefs or anything like that. It's, it's, are we talking, it's primarily sandbars? Yeah, it's all, it's pretty much all sand. The only time that we'll surf rocks is just the jetties, you know, like right. in up, up in new England and stuff, you get those rock bottoms, like cobblestone and stuff. And like, uh, even in parts of New York, but yeah, New Jersey's all primarily sandbars. You know, I find myself in, predicaments with rocks all the time but that's just the nature of my profession you know chasing weird ways but yeah for the most part all sand bottoms just all shifting sandbars and that's that's what I was talking about like because you know one day my hometown like near Atlantic City will be good or and then another day up north is good like an hour and a half north and everyone's communicating like oh the sand's good up here the sand's good down here like let's head south let's do this but uh yeah, all sand. And we get some amazing surf, you know, perfect ways for a sandbar. It's pretty wild. Um, and as far as if I wasn't surfing, oh, man, what would I? I don't Well, <laughs> That's probably an I unfair gotta, question. I don't know. I got to be real, though. Like when I was a kid, the, the thing that I wanted to do most in life is be a pro skater. So I don't know. Maybe I would have tried to do that, but I'm not nearly good enough. <laughs> Maybe I could have found a way to be a novelty skateboarder. <laughs> oh, God. Skateboarding is just uh, so much more punishing. Oh, man. It's painful. Yeah. Um, I went out to I went out to California, and one of my sponsors is Sector 9, and I spent a couple of days with those guys. Like, we went and bombed a bunch of hills, and uh, then we went to the skate park, and then they took me to a drainage ditch. Dude, I was just getting walloped, man. Like, I was skating, like, feeling like I was 15 again, like, thinking I could pull off the same tricks, and I was just getting rocked, man. Skating is definitely uh, a sport of consequence, I'll say that. <laughs> well, I, ben, I got to imagine that day must have been real. I mean, I watched it, and the footage was awesome, but, I mean, your energy and Mason Ho's energy, I mean, that kid's classic in his own right. So, Dude. I mean, you guys must have just, like, jammed together, you know? Dude, it was so funny meeting him because he's so classic, dude. He's exactly how I am. Like, his energy is so on point, and he's so positive about, you know, the 
the, the littlest stuff. And we went to that, you know, that drainage ditch. And, dude, it was so funny because on the ride there, we were talking about novelty ways. And he's one of the few people on the planet that understand. And we were just talking about, you know, we were talking about, like, lowers as opposed to surfing, like, closeout backwash in, in Newport or something like that. And it's so funny because his approach is the same as mine. Like, he was so into the crappier wave, the novelty wave. <laughs> and just like I would be, and sure. it's so funny to, to connect with someone on that level. Like, cause you know, most people just want the perfect running wall down the beach. And uh, just to have someone understand where I'm coming from is so interesting and fun. Well, uh, think, yeah, but he's super cool, dude. Totally, totally normal. Just sick guy. I think that would be a dream surf trip for a lot of your viewers out there. So you and Mason Ho together on a surf trip with them. I mean, I can't even, that would be just <laughs> lights out <laughs> for me. And I think everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's so classic, dude. Um, and it's, it's awesome that we both ride for sector nine. So there's, there's potential for it in the future, you know? Awesome. Well, thanks, Ben. This has been really exciting to get to know you a little bit better and have fun conversation to hear more about your inspiration behind yeah. everything that you're doing. Um, keep up the good work, my man. Awesome. It's, it's so much fun to watch you and, uh, and, and thanks so much for making the trip up to Vermont. I love that episode. Yeah. I love that whole decision-making process of knowing Perfect. that you, it was in, it was in striking <laughs> distance and I'm so yeah. glad you got in touch with us and, and thank you, Kevin and Bob Dale for getting you out there and, yeah. and making sure that that turned into a positive experience for you. So. Yeah, guys, I, I appreciate it, man. Uh, this was super fun. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, I'm stoked to come back up, visit Wind and & Waves. And, uh, dude, yes. Wait, am I going to see you guys this weekend, maybe? I hope so, man. I'm looking forward to staying in touch, buddy. And so if I can make it down there this weekend, I'll definitely be charging up to you at the beach. And Radical. All right, pal. All right, guys. All right, ben. Thanks a lot. Right, ben, thank you. Take it easy, boys. Thanks, thank buddy. You. you too, man. Get to it. Thank you, pal. Later.